0: Hello everyone, welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel. Here we share stories from women around the world to empower and encourage and inspire young women and girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ms. Cynthia Damore, and she is an empowerment coach. And I'm so excited to have this conversation with her, because if you guys have read below in her bio, you will know that this is going to be super, super fun. So hi, Cynthia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Maya. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to open up the floor for you to allow the audience to know a little bit about you and what you do. So,
1: right now, what I do is I'm an empowerment coach and I help successful single women find love. And I do awesome. it by teaching dating classes. So, I'm actually awesome. breaking things down, shifting how you go about dating, and then helping them to become man magnets and more. So,
0: mm-hmm. I think this is very important. I think this is going to be a great conversation because, especially in the world of success for women, It's hard for them to date because, you know, you don't want to stroke a man's ego or make them feel any less of a man or them to be diminished by your power. So I'm excited to get into this conversation. So I want you to open up the floor and let us know a little bit more about how you got into this career, into this space, into this business of yours.
1: Okay. So I was teaching eighth grade. And I taught U.S. history, and I decided it was time for me to meet my man. And mm-hmm. I had always gone out with the girls, and, you know, I was the ultimate wing woman, right? They all got the dates, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, I need to drink more in order to tolerate this man. i um, <laughs> sort of But anyway, so I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'm ready to, I want to find my guy. So I set a goal for myself to meet the guy I would marry within a year. Mm-hmm. and. I'm a little bit of an overachiever. So I decided to step out of how people were traditionally dating and look at what I was good at in life. And one of the things I was really good at, Maya, was shopping. (laughs) I think we all are. I think we all are. So I decided I was going shopping. I was going to be a love shopper and find my man. And Uh I made a list of 46 things I was looking for. And I went out and I met 300 men in 11 months and I married Mr. 301. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah. That's a lot of dates. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, I only did six second dates. I met 300 and I do four oh, or five Oh, speed days. dating. Pardon? Speed dating. Yeah. But it was before it was, um, before it was popular to do, because this was in
0: the uh-huh. 90s. Um, oh my goodness! You yeah. were ahead of the curveball. <laughs>
1: yeah, we didn't have online dating; that was just coming. And we had uh-huh. this really cool technology called voicemail. <laughs> oh you, my goodness! You could do ad dating ads where they
0: would call you on your voicemail and <laughs> leave messages. Uh huh. Oh my uh, goodness! Listen, yeah. I don't know anything about that. Like you, ha- you have to literally give me the scoop on it all. <laughs> On the voicemail or the dating? On the voicemail. (laughs) How is that? Because I grew up when um, texting was just becoming a thing. Well, you've got it on your phone, right? Can someone Mm -hmm. leave a message on your phone? Right. So, like, I'm saying, how would would they do it? Like, how would they find you and find your number to leave you a voicemail?
1: So, um, it was, and this was just the first hundred guys, because it got old. But it was there would be the little ad book, like classified ads, like Craigslist. Uh-huh. And okay. would, you would describe yourself. And then they would the, the service would provide a, a fake number, right? So it wasn't mm-hmm. your personal number. So you okay. would have called that number and you would have called in to get it.
0: So, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Like technology is crazy in the way that it has evolved now. That is so interesting how like you were able to do that back then. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so um, what would you say were some of your like most difficult obstacles when doing that back in the day?
1: You know, one of them was overcoming my friends
0: mm-hmm.
1: because, and it's like whenever, a lot of times when people want to step out into greatness or something new, you'll have mm-hmm. your friends who'll say, Oh, what are you thinking? Are you crazy? You know, Uh I had one say, you know, you need to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, if he's going to marry me, he's going to love my curves.
0: Right.
1: uh, So, yeah, that was sort of interesting that that was me getting set that I deserved this guy, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever's going to find. And uh, then having certain friends who were like, oh, girl, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know when when you're stepping out of the box, you're always going to have somebody. I mean, it's either friends or family or just anyone that's just going to be like, what are you doing? This is not normal. But it's sometimes when you step out of the norm, that is when you find your passion, your purpose, and you find success in whatever that you're looking for. So let's talk a little bit more about this list because, you know, they always say make a list in what you want in a man. Um, but sometimes you can't stick to that list. So how do you feel on that topic? Do you feel like you stick completely to the list, like everything on the list, or did you have to alter a little bit? Well, you
1: know what I did? I only had 46 things on my list. Okay,
0: only 46.
1: (laughs) Maya, my my clients that work with me, my private clients, they get up to 130 things. Oh my goodness. And the last gal who got married had
0: 127 in her man. So oh,
1: my goodness, well, if you don't,
0: do- I didn't even know. I was thinking like 15 things was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I started with four or five tall, dark, handsome, and rich. rich uh-huh.
1: Also apply. <laughs> That's what my grandma taught me. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. But you know what? It's like when you buy a car, right? Men, cars, dresses, they're all the same. You decide mm-hmm. what you want. And then like, if I decide I want to buy a red Mustang convertible, Right, Mm -hmm. and I'm like dreaming about that red Mustang convertible. What do I see everywhere I go?
0: A red Mustang. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. I noticed that because it's like when I say, "Oh my God, okay," um, I start looking maybe at a Jeep or something. Mm -hmm. I would not see Jeeps at all, but as soon as I'm like, "Okay, I'm interested in a Jeep," I see like Jeeps everywhere I turn, and I'm just like, "Wait, when did when did these just like come out (laughs) of nowhere?"
1: Right. Well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I work with men,
0: cars, men,
1: dresses, there's the same. And um, Uh so with your list, you want to divide it up. What are the things that must have that you, this, he's got to have it. Otherwise you walk away. Mm
0: -hmm. And then there's
1: the things that are preferences Mm -hmm. like nice to have. So like for me, a must have was he had to be a dog, man. Mm -hmm. I, I was not, I'm allergic to cats. I wanted a dog in my life. Uh huh. And if you didn't like dogs, it was just not going to work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, how many dogs do you have now? Two. Two. Perfect. Yeah. See, he's perfect for you. Perfect. Yeah. So, let's jump into how you turned this passion for yourself, this self project into your business. How did this all curate? How did you make this happen? Um, you know, it was, it started out as a joke almost. Uh-huh. I had
1: a call t- and someone, and people were like, how did you meet all these men? Why do you walk out and people like guys run to ask you out? And <laughs> it, it, it still happens. Um, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so a friend called me, said, we've got this conference. We need someone for individual development. Would you do a program on how to meet people? And so um, I started doing that just as a volunteer speaker. And mm-hmm. then I decided, oh, I'm gonna turn this in. This is my first business, meet Mr. and oh. Ms. Wright, And uh, I was, it was interesting, but when I did it, there was maybe this many books in the uh, bookstore. They didn't even have Amazon, mm-hmm. just a bookstore. There might be five or six personal development books. Nobody mm-hmm. talked about personal stuff. You know, like where we can go online now and you can say, oh, my gosh, I have this issue. And people say, I've got it, too. It sucks or, you know, whatever. Right. Back then, nobody talked about this stuff. So I was Mm -hmm. this crazy lady putting out these dating classes. And Mm -hmm. my first year, I got about 40 marriages.
0: Um, Wow. And in in the first year, Mm -hmm. that tells you something. That's like, listen, she's an expert. Ladies, if you need a man, hit her up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Build your list, <laughs> yeah, right. but
1: um, interestingly, when I did it, I was too soon. I was too mm-hmm. early, and online dating was just coming. And I've always felt like online dating is sort of commoditization of women because they people yeah. just go based on looks and right. you know
0: whatever yeah, the personality but, and the full scope of it. Yeah,
1: so I took it mm-hmm. all and I became a leadership consultant because what mm-hmm. is dating but leadership? Right. Right. you be a good dater. You can be a great right.
0: leader. Right. Um, because you have to know exactly what you want. And in order to know that you have to be able to lead yourself. Mm-hmm. So you mu- in order to be a leader, you must be a leader within yourself first. So I totally agree with it. So um, let's talk about maybe some of the different obstacles that you've had to overcome as a woman, you know, um I know that there are obstacles just in business in itself, but being a woman, what were some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome?
1: Um, well, there's a couple things. One is that I am a very assertive woman, and I was as a consultant in my area, I was the top of the top of the tier, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I worked with a lot of alpha male type organizations. So right. I would come in and work with their national boards and get them straightened up. And okay. I actually had to, when I came in, I would always dress very feminine mm-hmm. because I could never outman a, an alpha male, right? Right. So dress feminine and hold my own, and I have almost been hit three times because of it. What?
0: Mm-hmm. Like physically hit? hmm Yep. Yeah, I told. What? Seriously. <laughs> Okay, I got to hear more about this. I have to hear more about this. (laughs) Like, why would they want to hit you? I don't, I don't understand. Because they were used to, um, like, one group was doing
1: something that wasn't quite legal. And so I explained that this is not legal and here's why. (laughs) And he got, the um, national president got so mad at me. He got in my space and, uh, you know, power respects power, right? hmm. So I didn't move. He got in my space. I held firm mm-hmm. and then I saw the, the fist clenching. And I'm like, all right, they got a lot of money. If he hits me, I'm going to sue him. And right. To- Get a check. Bring it, buddy. <laughs> Did not back down. And he always he he was like winding back. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he realized what he was doing. And he like called a break and ran out of the room. Um, and he became one of my biggest fans
0: wow because that is so that is a crazy story i know i know
1: but you know it was he just was so mad and i wasn't acting like a good girl
0: mm-hmm. you know how we're supposed
1: to be good girls right like, good, good girls someone yeah. created the rules
0: for us
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so whenever I, d-
0: I don't be good girl i get in, i get in little trouble I know. So let's um, see how you got into that mindset. What was your biggest influence for the way that you think? Oh, that's a really good question.
1: What is my biggest influence for the way I think? You know, I think it's, um, I had an interesting childhood and some uh, abuse in the house and all. And so mm-hmm. I used to be convinced I was an alien and mm-hmm. I, um
0: Wait, like an outsider or an actual alien?
1: Well, I thought maybe aliens had done something with my mom and I was part alien because I just did not fit into that family. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I, um, be- because of that, and it actually was because I- I'm really smart and I'm um, a global abstract person. So I think mm-hmm. big picture in relationships first. Yeah, The world is concrete sequential, right? The world mm-hmm. is one, two, three, touch and feel where right. I like spin ideas and I'd be a God, a billionaire if I got a penny an idea, right? Right. Um, so I started studying humanology. <laughs> <laughs> like how to, how to survive on planet earth and <laughs> I was doing this when I was 16, okay? But yeah laid a foundation. For- Listen, but
0: that's good, though. Like, discover everything. Question everything. Like, the world um, will definitely tell you, you know what? Like, this is what you're supposed to do. This is not okay for you to do. And it's like the things that they say aren't okay is where you find your success. And you know that there's so many other people that are interested in this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, I don't
1: usually tell my alien stories either, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen i'm pretty sure there's someone out there also who is very interested in it so um any go ahead <laughs> to be at,
1: right any of us right because we are not taught to be you know out nope. of that box and so you come mm-hmm. out
0: and it's like hello world here i come right so what up. right so how was it for you growing up um because i know that it's it's a different space when you're you're okay, like you said, you're you you were not really necessarily like your parents. You were kind of like very different from them. So how was it for you growing up in that environment? Well, you know, as a kid it was
1: very confusing. My mom was mm-hmm. a narcissist.
0: So the world okay. revolved
1: around her. Right. He gaslighted quite a bit. Um, so mm-hmm. I would see things happen and she would tell me they didn't. So it just oh, okay. pretty confusing. Um mm-hmm and trying to find what is, you know, I don't know, my North Star or like, where is reality? Right. Because reality was very fluid in my
0: house growing up. Um, right. So that was- And I know that there's, right, I know that there's probably, you know, maybe some, some um, youth out there, some young girls that are possibly going through the same thing right now. So what are some things that you would say to them um, if they're going through this currently um you know to get out of the situation to understand that you know what everything that you're going through is going to be okay um what are some words that you would say to them
1: um you know you, you just did it beautifully you're, you're gonna be okay and i would also really encourage them to journal some and to mm-hmm. to get the feelings out the confusion um mm-hmm. finding other adults like for me a godsend was a woman who Uh, was an advisor in a group I was in and she became my special friend. And so looking for other women who can mentor you and just help give Mm -hmm. you that grounding space um, Mm -hmm. and to start learning. um, And it takes time just to learn like what you like and who you are. If you're with a narcissist Mm -hmm. and you've been raised by one, they just suck you out. Um, So it's like being okay and just knowing you'll get through it and other people Mm -hmm. have done it too. Mm
0: -hmm. No, definitely find that support system because there's usually always someone who is either going through the same thing, who have gone through it before and came out of it. So find someone that can definitely help you in your situation. Um, I think that is very, very important. So let's jump in a little bit more about your business. What are some things that you do with your clients um, to help them find this love? And what's some of their Craziest success stories. So, to um, to help them
1: find love, one of the things we really focus in on is shifting from traditional dating, which mm-hmm. dating was um, created about a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and it was a way for a woman to get a a, a place to live, right? Because right. a woman couldn't live on her own; it was very very hard traditionally. And these Mm -hmm. rules have come through a hundred years where women are expected to man dominates women's down Mm -hmm. here, housekeeping, you know, child rearing. Right. Whatever. (laughs) So I teach them to go for a perfect partner. Uh A perfect partner in my book is someone who adores you just the way you are. Who Mm -hmm. supports your goals, hopes, and dreams and who makes your toes curl. (laughs) When you start dating like that and having those expectations, and like mm-hmm. you said, you can't be that dominating Ooh, his ego. I tell right. my ladies, you be dominating, you be intimidating. you be just who you are because your mm-hmm. perfect partner will adore you that way. Mm-hmm. When you start dimming your light, you know, like pull back, don't be as smart or right. it's like me with my drinking early on, like, Oh, I had to have another drink so I could tolerate the guy or whatever. I right. was trying to numb myself down.
0: With mm-hmm.
1: your perfect partner, when you've got an equal 40, 60, 60, 40 relationship, you don't need to. Right.
0: Do. No, definitely. I think it's important because you will constantly go through your the rest of your life thinking, wow, like I'm miserable. Like, is this really what life is supposed to be about? Mm-hmm. I don't think you should ever dim yourself down for someone. Mm-hmm. They should, you know, like you the way you are. And for me, you know, dating, I'm always like, you know what? Like, if he can't handle, if he can't handle this. Then you know, right now, then he's never going to be able to.
1: <laughs> right, absolutely. And the other thing is, is to realize there's a ton of great guys out there. You know, I always mm-hmm. tell my ladies, so so many men, so little time, because mm-hmm. we've been taught to believe that all the good guys are taken, right? right? Or they're taken, they're married, or they're gay, or they're whatever. They're just like not on our radar, <laughs> right? And so. We believe in scarcity. And so when mm-hmm. you believe in scarcity, you're willing to let stuff slide. Like, yeah, right. I want a dog, but I can give up a dog. No, it sounds silly, but no, for me, if that's what you want, then you get it. <laughs> right? So being really comfortable with just saying next, you know, oh, he's mm-hmm. got this, he's a next. And he can be a great guy. You mm-hmm. know, we're taught to date resumes. Right. go check out his, what he does. And he's, ooh, he's a good one. He's a keep,
0: keeper. Well, right. does
1: he match who I am?
0: Right, no. That is me, right? Nope. Nope. So what are your, some some of your biggest inspirational stories with some of your clients that you have felt like, you know, you impacted them in such a way that you didn't even know was possible?
1: One of the interesting things that's come out as I've been doing this um, dating stuff, the second round, is that Mm -hmm. um, the more the women get into it, the more they flourish in their career and businesses. Mm-hmm. I've had one woman who increased her business something like 30 times over by working with wow. me on dating. Um, mm-hmm. Another gal has had um, two, three levels up the org chart uh, mm-hmm. promotions in the year and a half we've been together. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been really interesting just to see. You know, a lot of people I just work with 30 days. Let's get them up, let's get them in, get the men going. Right. Um, but when they really embrace it, I've got a, one group where. Um, out of 10 women, I think two or three of them have relocated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, decided, they moved across the country, decided they don't, they didn't like where they were living and they wanted a fresh start. And mm-hmm. so it's just really interesting how I think life is like a, um, a mobile is that like the things mm-hmm. that hang on the baby's cribs. Right. We work on dating and it influences the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. So,
0: it's like, so yeah. I think, oh, yeah, I think that's so interesting how, you know, just dating the right way can influence your career or your life in other ways. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Like, how is this correlation work?
1: Well, a big part of, if you're willing to shift from traditional dating to what I call delicious dating is mm. you know that you are worth getting a man who adores you. Right. Right. And so that's a huge step because um, traditional dating, you're taught to be subordinate. This one, it's coming in, and like you're like, I'm all that, mm-hmm. right? And whether I'm, <laughs> or I'm what, and you get the little mantras, and
0: you mm-hmm. know, like
1: people love to make me happy is one of the things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going out spreading sunshine. And so right. when you start looking at life that way, just with delight and joy, and allowing people, you know, receiving, being willing to receive, mm-hmm. um, right?
0: So much more juicy and delicious and fun to be in. <laughs> I love it. So if you have to say one thing to women mm-hmm. and young girls to just dream without limitations, or even just to date without limitations, what would it be? Um, you know,
1: if I was going to give them a tip on how to do it, actually do it, I would mm-hmm. have them focus on celebrating having it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Go out into that future and whether it's you wanna build your business, you wanna to go to school and get great grades, you wanna meet uh, an amazing person, go into that space and like visualize it. And like for me, I, I went into the space and I um, would visualize people congratulating me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm doing great works. And mm-hmm. having women lined up like crazy just to thank me over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. you know, going to that space where you can see it happening makes it easier to do the work to get there.
0: Right. I totally agree. I totally agree. So if you had to allow the audience to know how they can reach you, because I know some ladies out there are looking for their Mr. Right. How can they contact you? How can they follow your journey and how can they get in touch?
1: Um, The easiest thing is to go to my website at Cynthiaoflove.com. It's my name in English, right? The more
0: is love. Wow. I know I
1: married the right guy.
0: Yes. <laughs> Wait, Cynthia is it French? Uh D'Amour, yes. Yes. Okay. I got it right. right. It means of, of mm-hmm. love. So, love it.
1: Since most people can't spell that, Cynthia of Love.com. It's a lot
0: easier. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. So well, as always. Those links will be in the description below in the podcast notes. And we thank you again, Cynthia, for sharing your story with us, for sharing your craft, and for telling us how to find Mr. Right. Mm -hmm. So thank you, everyone, once again for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time. Mm